what is happening there, listeners of the Reject Nation. We are going to watch the movie Smile and talk about it. So all you got to do is sit your fine ass down and listen to us. And yeah, if you want to catch the reaction, it's up on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects. Other than that, just uh, shut the fuck up and uh, listen. <laughs> It's funny between this and Don't Worry Darling, we've had two movies with like really good paranoid b- breath based scores. Yeah, there's a lot of prevailing tropes nowadays. <laughs> What's the actress's name? Kiki Palmer. That's right. <laughs> and Daniel Kaluuya was, <laughs> was the cop. To keep up with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole new slate of stars. Sosie Bacon? Must be. She's great. She's two years younger than us. Damn. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who do you that think you are? Successful? Screw being that you. Talented at this age. Screw you. Yeah. Get off your high horse. But who played Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Find him. Nick. Our. Now he's in Freaky. That's right. He's in Freaky. He was funny. Dude. Cal Penn getting his paycheck. <laughs> he he did uh you know, he did show up. He did uh read the assignment. <sighs> yeah. Good old New Jersey. So we saw what the thing was entity did did to her was what happened to the girl at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Crawled up in her mouth. It reverse consumed her. Yeah, man, they could really sequel this out and ruin it. Yeah, they would never ever have to stop. <laughs> they could Literally. really ruin this movie and make it a bunch of weird dumb gags. You know how I every want I want the dumb gag <laughs> smile movie. <laughs> I want the terror. Smiles, smiling, still smilers. Smiling. The smile. The smile. <laughs> and then be, and then the ringer sequel called Frown. I'd be down Spin for off. it, man. Let's make it happen. I don't care. <laughs> more smile gags yeah more unpacking of, of shit just yeah just pick a different trauma each time um yeah i liked the movie i liked it a lot i thought it was pretty great yeah. uh you know a bit a tropey in, in in the the outline of how it would all go down yeah um but it really to me it's about the the details of it all you know, like it's not like it was 100% predictable or something like that. And it wasn't, you know, like I, especially on the freaking jump scare moments. Like they're, they're really good at that. And yes, it did have me for a while. But the second you go into the territory of investigating a former person who also had this and visiting that person, I'm like, okay, it's real. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, totally. they just kept it about like the patient and her. 
then I would have been like the whole movie going. Yeah, <laughs> Is it to internet? Yeah, yeah. But once they start unpacking, the second they do that thing of like someone else before her. Yeah, yeah. there's a cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Other people, there's one survivor. <laughs> we gotta go talk yeah. to him. I think that's why, I like something like Baba Duke, which you know, obviously uh, horror movies. I mean, I, I'd be a hypocrite. I, I, I'm the main thing that I, I'm a big love to write. It's my main passion. And yeah, whenever I write with something with horror, there tends to be some element of trauma it is about facing, and it's a very prevalent thing <laughs> to do nowadays too. And I think from just studying the genre so much, you start to see, like. All the connective tissues, but there are some good fake out moments and some really good. And I love the I love the specificity of it, and especially um, what's her name? Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Sosie Bacon, <laughs> Sosie Bacon. Uh, yeah, I uh, mean, I'm sure she's six degrees or less from Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think she's just so excellent. Of like, she she is very real uh, for a character who has to constantly f- find a trying to keep herself composed and have a sense of control and understands what perception looks like um, from the outside looking in. I think it was, it was wonderful in the way her, her performance feels very real in, in that regard, especially because, you know, like there's, there are a lot of cliches about therapists themselves and psychiatrists who like the cliche, like they have a hard time being psyched themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> being, being therapized themselves because they know too much, mm-hmm. you know, more often than not, a lot of people I, who I meet who get apprehensive about going to therapy are the ones who are like, my degree's in psychology. My degree's... <laughs> yeah, so I should I, just be I able to do it myself. No, you know? yeah. <laughs> so when you're like this far down the rabbit hole and and also with like the more... I love the depiction of the, the, the more she's pushed to basically having to confront her trauma, the more resistant she actually becomes over time. Mm-hmm. Like when she does visit... Oh my god! Um, when she does visit the who is the character in the in, in the jail, the prison? Oh, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, was the he? Character. Uh, yeah, I don't remember I don't the character's, character's name. name. Was he even? I don't credited? know. Why I'm getting caught on that. Uh, I feel like we'll he find out. We're on the Smalls IMDb page. Yeah, it was a surprise appearance. I feel like they didn't want to maybe ex exploit it at all. I guess that would make sense. But he's not credited on on IMDb. Funny enough, I mean, by now you could put his name in there. That is, is him, it? right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is. It's I mean, they they him. reserve it for like a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that is that is a good call. Um, that is true. Yeah. Why did they not um, reveal? It's not like I would have been watching this movie going. It's going to be Michael K. Williams coming up. Um, unless we're wrong. Is it a different actor, maybe? <laughs> and we just thought it was him? That's embarrassing. I'm so confused right now. It's, 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 it is odd that they w- he wouldn't be credited. Yeah, I know. At least, and, and IMDb is usually the place where they'll, like, catch it, you know? Or, or they'll, yeah, they'll mark it if it's uncredited. It's so strange. Um, Michael K. Williams' smile movie? Uh, I guess not. Who knows? We'll I know to... I've seen that actor before. I thought it was Michael K. Williams the whole time. Yeah, I did too. I mean, the character doesn't even look like he's credited on IMDb. No. So that's got to be him. We can't get hung up on this right now. <laughs> We've got a whole movie to talk about, yeah, John. That's true. Um, so, yeah, uh, when the when uh, like the more resistance she becomes, like when she does leave his uh, the place, uh, the prison, and, she, and she's like, he's just a crazy guy. 
yeah. you know, and and she starts sounding like the people who who surround her basically, because there's a bit of that Joker quality uh, with some of the way that people talk about mental health in, in oh, this constantly. It's like, man, are you guys like just that? uneducated yeah. <laughs> like, you guys have like no concept of everybody is so brazen and yeah is so kind of uh callous about mental illness in this movie yeah there's like a bit of because uh, the movie clearly has an understanding of what it is that's the that's the ironic part to me is like the movie clearly has an understanding and a and a very vivid depiction of it with one with their main character and even to an extent the relationship with her with her sister uh, it's it's really like the the way especially her fiance i'm just like oh yeah what <laughs> like he's the one who to be like it's mental illness isn't it <laughs> it <laughs> could be passed down generally like this this is weird <laughs> yeah um that that part was the part that kind of reminded me of like the way the movie joker would sometimes talk about mental health uh, sure. or it's like you have to explain it for the <laughs> it, it didn't feel like lived into me but the depiction of what really counts of the main girl, mm-hmm. uh, I thought was really of uh, Sosie Bacon. I thought was was uh, wonderfully fleshed out, and and I, I and weirdly enough, you know, even though there, there's a big fake out moment, I thought it was cool that they did the whole grief thing where she does get to acceptance and a realization about herself within her own mind. Um, that they, it felt like the movie really let her get to that point, even though they also the movie got to have its cake and eat it too, mm-hmm. where. Yeah, she does end up taking her own life, and then smile monster gets inside her and stuff. So they they got to do both, and I thought the way they landed the button of acceptance was felt, and I liked how it came through. What was different for me, especially in, in a lot of these horror movies, was that it came through with the relationship with Joel, mm-hmm. because I thought it was just like, yeah, you know, I kind of expected a bit of more of a cliche background <laughs> with mm-hmm. them. Like he's a cop, she's a doctor, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to find out that it was through her relationship with him when she realized how scary it was for her to be vulnerable and let people into who she really is, that she bailed on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that just gave that relationship so much more depth and went against the cliche of who the cop ex-boyfriend character was very well mm-hmm. so yeah while there's some parts in the way that the beats that they go to feel a little cliche and, and derivative sure uh i think for the most part the the details are very very much involved and, and exciting and, and i think there's some some of the best jump scares too like these are well done jump scares these aren't these aren't you know hacky hokey like sometimes you can see something coming but more often than not like whoa what the fuck yeah well it's because the movie i think the strength of the movie in general it's interesting to look at because yeah like in a lot of ways if you just look at the nuts and bolts it's quite straightforward and it's quite well trodden territory for you know a, a haunting thriller of some kind and so, yeah, I mean, there are all those, you know, sort of tonal things you can check. And I think what's what's great is, yeah, you have your sort of like, oh, it's kind of like a Baba Duke, or it's kind of like a haunting story, or it's kind of like, yeah, just a psychological descent. But, uh, yeah, what bolsters everything is the fact, I think, that, yeah, they took the time to really hammer the script out and to really at least, yeah, give the characters, the main core characters, at very least rose you know a good rich history as a character to work off of you know it's like uh, a train is like you know 
I, I think it's funny. It's like he's kind of relegated to the part of like, you know, girlfriend uh, would be in, in the flip scenario of a lot of these movies where it's like, you know, there's not really much to that character whatsoever. Um, so it's not like it's the whole thing is like entirely fleshed, but the important things are given a lot more personality and nuance. And I think setting it in, I think it's um, clever to make it so that she's a therapist because yeah, it's, it's, we watch these hauntings and these things happen to regular people so often. So putting it in the hands of somebody whose job it is to know the mind and to, and who would at least be a few steps ahead of, you know, the reality logic in a situation like this. I think like those things help to make it rise above what it is. And then I also think on the, on the opposite end, you have this, this quality with the gore gags, especially that feels like it's out of another kind of horror movie. Like, there are some really icky, really disturbing, like, gore and creature gags that I don't know if I've seen applied to a movie like this in the same way. I'm sure there are examples, but it did feel like that was the most sort of um, outside of this particular genre's element that they incorporated because it's like the jump scares and stuff I think they work so well just because they do a really great job of of pulling you into the performance and pulling you into the emotion of the situation and so yeah then they can have fun poking at you because so much of the other stuff it's just uh, yeah it's like you're watching a movie by people who clearly know how to do drama and to take that drama seriously and I feel like there are a lot of movies like this where it's trying to you know do those scenes but get to the jumps whereas this is like no it's like we want you to live in the anguish and the psychology of this character and then we're going to disconcert you with the jump, you know. So it's it's yeah. it's like a, a, a movie you've seen a thousand times before, but it's, I think, well conceived for what the core themes and elements are. And it's just really skillfully done. And it's interesting to watch this kind of on the on the heels of Barbarian, because in ways I I feel like there are similarities in that sense of like you have spoilers but you know you have this thriller you have this descent into madness but you also have a creature element um but that movie uh, by comparison is much more sort of it feels much more of like a wild ride because of how it's structured out whereas this is like very linear and very straightforward and it's funny when it ends because in a lot of ways yeah it is kind of what you expected it's just not how you expected it i think yeah yeah I mean, I think for the most part, yeah, because like the thing is, the the horror itself is very effective. It's it's very effective horror. Yeah, uh, that stuff is executed well. Like what you're talking about with the gore gags, especially is, you know, there's, there's like a couple of ways you do jump scares, of course, and sometimes you just cut to something scary, like yeah. when she's at the laptop listening to the sound. So that's like you're there. She's at the, the camera's having you focus on that, and you you expect a certain thing, and then you get something completely different. Or the I think to me the one of the most brilliant ones, the scary moments, is the one where the sister comes walking to the door, <sighs> and you know as the audience like that's probably not really the sister, yeah. But the last visual you expect is what you got, <laughs> and so like a, a truly unexpected, horrifying visual captured in that perspective through the car window where you can't see the head because you're like she could just bend down smiling or some shit. You know, because I think that I think they build pretty well with the gags. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I really do like the way they 
they handled a lot of it and and i they really got me invested in the characters because yeah there's a lot of this that feels very much like babadook hereditary it's 1408 it follows ring there's a there's a lot of these these movies yeah. where it's like i remember <laughs> i think very early on one in the reaction i, was, I even said like don't, I, I said it like way before, like, yeah, there's going to be some fake out thing that everything's fine, but, yeah. there's, but that's not going to be the thing. <laughs> it's like you could tell it's going to do something like that. But even that fake out I bought into because like 1408 does that um, in a way that was not believable to me. I remember watching 1408, spoilers for 1408, where you think he's out of the hotel, uh, the hotel room. And there's a whole thing where he like goes back, reunites with the wife and all this and it's like a year passes or some shit like yeah. this and the whole time I'm like it's he's still in the hotel he's still in the hotel. it's all in his head <laughs> like yeah. I can tell it's all in his head um and then sure enough it's all in his head <laughs> like yeah I don't, I don't buy it and then here I bought that she at least went back to the apartment I did I didn't I was like okay yeah, yeah clearly it still followed her but I did not think it was still at the cabin like the movie really sold me on that you know mm-hmm. and, and I think that's really clever uh, so as someone who consumes a lot of horror, I'm always impressed. I'm like, ah, shit, it really, you're like, <laughs> it really got me. And it is, it is scary. It's, it's, it's spooky stuff. And and there's some really well written. I think the drama is really well written with with um. I think everything about Rose is written really well. Yeah. You know, Agreed. even even with the Joel character, written really well. Mm-hmm. And and um and and I think they they find these moments to have nuance in, in unexpected ways, like with the sister. You know, where it's like he just seems like he got the loud, annoying, bitchy sister, and then suddenly they have this this argument out front, and again it plays so much into that whole thing of because because the movie's doing both, where it's a recreation of trauma because because she's not over it, mm-hmm. but it's also doing the monster movie simultaneously, where uh, and I, and I thought it was one of the rare cases where it was able to do both. I have both where sometimes I feel like I might not with any of the movies I just listed, but yeah. sometimes I might like be like, ah, you should just pick the one lane and stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Like barbarians very much. They just, it's a monster. It's like, it's a freaking crazy movie. You yeah, know? Yeah. And it's not like this is in their heads, you know, like no, no, they no. stick with, they stick with what they're doing. Um, and like Baba Duke takes a very specific direction too in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, without, uh, I'll, I'll gladly get fourteen oh eight away, but I'll get Baba Duke away. <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 but Baba Duke takes a very specific type of ending, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hereditary kind of has you guessing until the last frame. Yep. Uh, and then here it did both, where it is about overcoming trauma, cr- uh, trauma recreation, but then you also get clued in like halfway through the movie and make it very evident that no, it's also an evil entity following you around. Movie, it's yeah. not just in their head. Uh, and and I, and I thought like it actually didn't undercut the other one of it's in their head. It just would have been more fun if I was like it's in her head. But if I, uh, it's a f- yeah. it's it's the fascinating case because I'm trying to think of another movie that that has left me with this feeling because yeah I think part of why it's taken off so huge and why it does stand out is because yeah it it chooses to blend those things because yeah especially within feel like you know if you just had it be jump scares and there wasn't really any sort of too crazy of sure. a monster element or something like that it would just feel like a pretty straightforward psychological hunting story and so yeah it's like even though the even the combination of the elements doesn't make it feel entirely unique it does feel like a unique execution 
and it's just like well made enough and and it has a yeah, lot of definitely. stylistic flourishes without going too you know in your face with it too indulgent i really liked you know the when they chose to do their crazy upside down or spinning angles i thought they were all really deliberately chosen and yeah even for the characters who don't really get much flesh on the bone you know it's like the actors still showed up and and still understood the assignment and it still has this the requisite sort of deteriorating festering aura of just uh, this just gets more and more grim as time goes by and and i think it's it's interesting to see something like this where i'm like there are so many identifiable elements that i've seen a bunch of times but this felt fresh from just a pure experiential yeah. kind of perspective they don't ruin it for me uh they, they, no. it, it doesn't undercut it for me and i was really gripped by the immediate moment and like i didn't see big weird creature coming up at the end i'm like that's fucking insane yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and i really liked the design of that that was that was really unsettling and jarring i, I really liked that design this is, this is like this is like it follows if they had the budget to do everything they wanted. That that, yeah. that was the the thought that that struck me. I was like, this feels like the kind of movie that would get made for very cheap, except they didn't have to make it for very cheap, <laughs> so they could do yeah. all the things they probably wanted to do all along. No, it is like those A twenty four and Appearna films with a budget, you know. And and I think there's like I heard people say this is a slow burn, and I'm like, no, it's not. Like, no. like it takes its time. I don't want to call this a slow burn. <laughs> that it no, like a hereditary like, is a slow burn. Yeah, <laughs> that, shit, that shit is like you this might is, get freaking impatient wondering when shit's gonna kick off. This, <laughs> and I would argue that it's not being a true slow burn is part of why it's working so well for people no, because you have so that's, many that's of those. Why I thought it was a Blumhouse movie. Yeah, I saw the trailers and I was like, I just assumed this whole time it was Blumhouse. It's the <laughs> it it is like the blend of those two. It's like it's it's the blend of the A twenty four paranoia sensibility, but with all the exploitable pulp that you want from yeah. a Blumhouse movie that often people feel uh, deprived of in an A24 horror movie. Well, I, I think the part of it that made it so refreshing, the part that I think they handle very different is normally in these descent performances with female lead. Mm -hmm. it, they are just going crazier. Sure. And, and I think with the way they depicted Rose is, yeah, she is going crazier. Uh, however, it, it, it it's a struggle for for composure and sanity and not just succumbing to the to the insanity you yeah. know yeah and and i think the way they handled that there was something that just felt very real uh, of, of this constant awareness of how other people will perceive her mm -hmm. and i thought that felt very human whereas usually characters in movies not saying it doesn't feel human it's just that usually characters in movies, they completely lose sight of how other people are going to perceive them. Yeah. And she never once loses sight of that. And, uh, like, her her struggle of what to do and how to proceed about it I thought was handled really well because because of the fact it deals with the mind. Like, when she does go to the hospital, when she first does stab the patient, mm -hmm. uh, the first time she stabbed, I thought that was real. Then a couple stabbings later, it was like, okay, it's not real. But I first bought into it that it was real. Like, I didn't question at all that she wasn't really there. Mm. And the movie does do a great job at... Because, uh, like, the way she interacts with people of... of There's always this constant nuance of... Like, I, I think her performance is brilliant because there's this constant nuance of... I got to be polite. I got to be nice. I don't know if you're real, though. You know? Like, yeah. There's always this paranoia. And I'm, and I'm there with her of any time she's interacting with someone, like... 
are they real? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, and, it, and the movie did a good job on convincing me of that. Like, I never know when she's talking to someone who's real. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> totally. It doesn't do too much tele- telegraphing that way, and that enhances the surprises, and that enhances your ability to just tap into her perspective. And it uses the perspective really well. Yeah. And, I mean, they spend... I appreciate that they do so much with performance, and they do let the camera linger, and that contributes to whatever jump scares around the corner, but also it... It it serves the both purposes in a way that like any good scare gag or action yeah. sequence or whatever should. Where yeah, there's character in here, but also it's guiding your attention away from what we're about to poke you with or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and and her journey feels. It's funny. This movie feels like a popcorn like pulp movie, but the core drama, her core performance, the writing of her character feels like something out of, yeah, like a, a legitimate, a more legitimate drama. Yeah, I thought it was done really well. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was really impressed with it. There's some great music. Um, I love the art love design. The music, yeah. uh, I love the, it feels very much like those A24 movies. <laughs> like they, Yeah. There's like solid, there's just something about the lighting that's like a, a mixture of like a Flan- Mike Flanagan type of thing and well, they especially knew, the hospital rooms and stuff. Yeah, they know really well how to use both darkness and shadows and and limited light without cheating but also to use the light of uh uh common or familiar places in a way that makes you uneasy (laughs) i don't know i think the reason why the things that are definitely reminders of other movies it i i I just kind of get the impression that this writer director genuinely loves those things mm-hmm. and probably loves those kinds of movies and stuff and yeah. was probably referencing it in the process of making it you know yeah so it doesn't feel like i'm just going to copy this or this is what works it nor is it exactly like i'm oman i'm paying tribute to it it's just what he was referenced in yeah. making these things you know for whatever reason i just feel like the pitch was <laughs> What if that PG-13 Blumhouse movie you thought you were about to see was also an R-rated A24? (laughs) (laughs) This feels like... Because, yeah, and and even... I I do think that that one drool shot is an alien direct reference. And especially because the effects people have done work on at least some of the alien movies. A lot of times when people are directing, all they really have to do to kind of convey to their their DP and everyone is like, it's going for this this shot here. Like like when you put these movies together, you put together lookbooks. And then in lookbooks, you're you're pulling images from other shit so they can be like, we're kind of looking for what it to look like this movie. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, it's... That's what it was. It, it wasn't like to steal it or something. Yeah, it's and, the and, and then sometimes you can get a vibe when you're like you're just copying other shit, <laughs> you know? Or, no, no. Or you're you're not. I don't want to slight like this too harsh, but I feel like that's kind of the vibe of Don't Worry Darling to me. As much as I actually enjoyed that movie, sure. there are parts of Don't Worry Darling that I'm like. I don't feel like you're that aware of how derivative this feels. Ah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, this isn't as revelatory as you might think. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> that wasn't the vibe I got with this film. Because even like yeah. the whole visiting the guy in prison who happened to survive and it's kind of crazy. Like There's a lot of th- tropes that are very familiar. Um, He's from Stranger Things. Like the second, that's where that guy's from. Oh, he's, he's Hopper's guy. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the or two the cops. Guy. Yeah, the two he's cops. The other cop. My bad. Yeah. Good thing we didn't say Michael K. Williams in the reaction, in the action <laughs> and we waited till the review part. I know. Now I feel bad. 
Uh, that's you know, right. They could play siblings. They could play siblings. They look similar. They do. In a in a non racist way. It's been very it's, it's been a long time. I thought that was Tom Felton the first like thirty seconds. That's why I joke saying it was him. I thought that was funny. See, it's like I, I recognize I like that Kyle Gallner seems down for horror movies generally because that's where I know him from. But when you said that, I was like, Oh yeah, he does look like him. <laughs> Especially now how Tom Felton looks. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought it was. Like, yeah. Um Oh yeah, he's in Scream. Mm-hmm. He's in Scream. That's He's right. in the remake of uh, Freddy. He's in a few other horror joints. Well, guys, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I quite enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. That was that was fun. Yeah. It was a good year for horror. Good year for horror, mate. All righty. Well, leave your thoughts down below. Subscribe. Leave a like. Click that bell. Last but not least, let's answer the page. Chase Gardner. Chase. Chase. Chazé. You've been a patron for 55 Ooh. months. That's a long time Chase. to be a patron here. And I want to thank you for your service to the Reject Nation. Mm. Now, you're going to get bad health insurance. <laughs> um, you, no deductible. You, this will not help you get a job. We will not take care of your mental health. But your service to this nation mm. has been very much recognized. I want you to Absolutely. know that we, we really do respect it. Will we help you find employment in other places? No. No. But you cannot take this to the bank. You cannot. But I will say that we we really appreciate your service mm. to the Reject Nation. In gratitude, Bucks, you are a rich, rich man. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good guy from, uh, where's this? Oh, goodness. Iowa? Yeah. You're in, you're in Iowa. My God, man. You've been Iowa? Yeah. Oh my God. Dude. Spirit, is this, should we say? I yeah, don't right. think, I think so. You said, you said a little too much already. There, your John. spirit is so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you are the spirit of Iowa. That's that's amazing. Chazé, Chase. In all sincerity, you've been supporting us for so long. I didn't even realize it has been that long. Um, so thank you for being with us for as long as you have been, and it's mm. it's an honor to have you here and to have someone who supports us like that loyally. For it does not go overlooked. So thank you, buddy, for for everything. Um, you remain in our hearts, and uh, very thankful for you right now. So thank you, bud. Mm -hmm.